Hi there, and welcome to the Jack Church Show. I'm your host, Jack Church. In case you're wondering what this program's about, well, in general, it's about life. And in particular, it involves my life and how I'm making it through some sometimes good times, sometimes not so great times, and sometimes they're just, oh, you know, in between. A lot of the program is um, devoted to storytelling and also my grief journey. What's that all about? Well, I was fortunate enough to marry my best friend from high school, Pam, and we were married for over 30 years, and we had a blast together. She was a beautiful woman, five foot four, 115 pounds her entire life with a bikini body. Yes, indeed, I was blessed. But in the fall of 2019, God seemed to think it was time to call her home to heaven. And so there it is. I was left alone. And now I'm a single guy, still working for a living, not retired, nothing like that. But I'm finding that navigating this world is a bit of a challenge as a single guy because I never really realized it before, but this is a couple's world to a great degree. I guess I didn't notice before because, of course, I was part of a couple. But now I'm not. Now this show, we have some fun on it. But we also have some sad moments, and then we have some uplifting moments. In particular, I talk a little bit about my grief journey. Not all the time, but in today's episode, we are going to talk about my grief journey. This particular episode originally aired on our YouTube channel, Traveling with Jack and Pam. And now I'd like for you to hear it. It's talking about sadness, and in particular, Will the sadness ever go away after you've suffered a significant loss? I hope you enjoy today's program. Well, hi there, everybody. You're traveling with Jack, and as I always say, my heavenly wife, Pam, that's where she is these days. And it's a Tuesday evening. I'm in between the television newscast that I'm part of here in historic Jacksonville, Oregon. I took a walk down to the historic City Hall building. And I come to you tonight talking about one of those things that I know we all go through. It's that feeling of, I'm sick and tired of feeling sad, aren't you? It's approaching one year since my dear Pam had to leave and go to heaven. And yes, I have my moments where it seems pretty good. But boy, I'd love to just get through one freaking day without feeling sad. And it's funny, it'll hit you at the strangest times. Tonight, I have no idea what happened. It's around dinner time. I've made a nice dinner. I still cook every night. And then all of a sudden, I just started missing her like nobody's business. Before I knew it, I'm crying and my glasses are teared up. Tears have filled up the glasses. I can't even see that well. And then I started getting images of people who are here in the community and other areas. And uh, there's one particular family I thought of. It's a beautiful woman who reminds me so much of Pam. And I could just, for some reason, see her image. And then I could see things that she's posted on Facebook and all about the wonderful times she and her husband are having and 
get-togethers with family and friends and things like that. And again, I know we're not supposed to be this way, but it just made me freaking sad. It just made me sad. It's like, that's supposed to be my life now. That's supposed to be me and my beautiful wife, Pam, out enjoying life. It's not supposed to be this way. I don't like being alone. I'm sick of being sad. It sucks. It does. And of course, we've got all the gurus and experts out there telling us how to be happy. And we can, but it takes time. I realize for me, I'm just now approaching a year. I've had some say the second year is tougher. It's like, oh Lord, I hope not. First year was hard enough. Please don't tell me the second year is gonna be worse. I did eventually get through dinner and then I'm pleading with God. And I'm telling Pam, I'm going, you know, you know me though, I'm a sissy when it comes to pain. I can't even stand to get a shot as if I wasn't such a sissy, maybe I'd just take myself out. But no, we're not gonna do that. Unfortunately, some among us have taken that route and I don't believe God wants us to do that. It's funny, I had a Bible lesson today. It's uh, thinking our daily bread or one of the things, you know, it's a little short Bible lesson things that I read. And it was talking about how God lets us go through these terrible times and there's going to be a greater end that comes. There's going to be something great that comes out of this. I have those moments. But I don't know about you. I'm sick of being sad though. I just like to have one full day where I wasn't sad. I started thinking about the time that I took off after Pam passed. And I've read the book that um, Cheryl, what's her name, did. She was with Facebook. She wrote Option B and she tragically lost her husband. He was, died in a treadmill accident, a freak thing down in Mexico. And some of you may or may not have heard of her. She was like the CEO of Facebook, wrote this book that's been wildly popular. But you know, she took off, all, took off almost six months after her husband died. Now, I know a lot of you, me too, probably didn't have the financial means to be able to just take off six months. Now I'm actually in a position where I probably could. But looking back, I took a grand total of one week off after Pam passed. One freaking week. And that question was posed on one of the grief support boards that I'm on. People asking, how long did you take off after your husband or wife died? Most it was a week or two and they got back to work. Some took off extended times. But I think maybe it's catching up with me now. My advice would be, if I'm gonna give some advice, consider the price what this is costing you, it would be take off as much time as you think you need. And right now I'm at one of those points where even though it's been going on almost 11 months now, I'm feeling a real need that I need to take off and get away. My job, for some of you that don't know, I'm a TV weather guy. Um, I do five shows a day. I do a five o'clock news, a six o'clock news, a seven o'clock news, a 10 o'clock news, and 11 o'clock news. 
and I'm here to tell you, it is all I can do to get up for those five times a day that I've got to be Mr. Happy, Mr. Upbeat, Mr. Sunshine. And yeah, there's those viewers that'll watch these videos. They'll see my Facebook post. They'll go, hey, you're doing your job. That's great. It's so cool how you're able to get up and all. If they only freaking knew. I ask you. You know, it's a challenge, isn't it? But I'm going to tell you, I suspect not many of you are on television. Maybe a few of you out there. It's even harder to get up in front of thousands of people every night. And five times a day, have to pretend that you're happy about life. Because it's hard. And I'm with you right now in between newscasts. I get a break after the 7 o'clock show, but I've got to get ready. I've had a terrible crying episode. I felt terrible tonight, but I've got to get back. And at 10 o'clock, i got to get back on there and be Mr. Happy. And then i got to do it again at 11 o'clock. I get back to that taking time off. I wish I'd taken more time off. Because when you think about, you know, management, you know, they're like, we're glad we can, you can take this week off and, you know, take care of things. And later I've taken off some time during the year. Not that much, actually. I took a week in January and then I took a few days in June. That's it. And I thought, I've actually felt a little guilty about it. I took one week off to mourn the death of someone I'd known since high school and been married to for 37 years. And everybody thinks, you'll be fine to go back to work now. You took your week. Really? I know people that their freaking dog died that they had to take off a month. My parents, when one of their puppies died, I remember they sent us an email after the puppy died. And they said, don't talk to us until further notice. And I get it. For some people, the dog is like their child, their companion. So why do we treat the loss of a spouse differently, thinking people can take off a week or so and you should be fine? It's hard. We've talked about that before. This grief journey, I'm not going to sit here and be Mr. Guru of telling you, rah, 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 it's all going to be good because it's not. It sucks. Gets a little better. <clears throat> A little, but it sucks. So that's kind of my thoughts tonight. And I'm going to tell you. Be curious what you think. I'm, I'm, man, there are so many days here lately, especially. I've said this before. If you've watched my other videos, I want to do the ending of Goodwill Hunting. I want to just get in the car and disappear. And just drive and explore. Yes, I've got kids. They're out of college now. They have their lives. It's not that I don't love them. But this is something I need to do for me. They've got the rest of their lives ahead of them. I've got some things I just feel like I need to do. If you're not familiar with the end of Goodwill Hunting, it's where Ben Affleck goes over to pick up Matt Damon. And earlier in the movie, he's told me, he says, you know what would make me really happy? He says, if one day I went to your house and I looked at the windows and you weren't there, because I know then you would have gone and tried to make something better of yourself. Spoiler alert, that's how the movie ends.
finally in the end, you see this image of Ben Affleck looking through the windows and he just smiles and walks back to his car. And then the movie closes with a scene of Ben Affleck driving off into the sunset. Maybe that's something you need to do. I think it's something I need to do. I've just got to get the courage because I'm tired of being sad. And I think part of the healing process is the fact that I just didn't take enough time and I need to get out of our house. I need to get out of the bedroom. I sleep in the bed that she died in. You know, people can talk all they want about, oh, so good that she was able to die there at home with hospice and your kids there. It's like, I've got mixed emotions on that. Yes and no. But if you don't think every night that I go in that bedroom, I don't have that image with me, you're nuts. If you don't think that every night I sit in our living room and I look at our couch and I'm alone on it, that I don't think of her, you're nuts. If you don't think that every time I go in the office area that we have, which was her office, which now I use, that I don't have those memories, it's hard. So if you're one of those like me that's kind of wrestling with those things, maybe it's time for a fresh start. Maybe that's what we need. Now, both my grandmothers, though, they stayed in their houses after they lost their husbands. They were much older, but still, they did it. So I don't know. I don't have any answers for you. Just that little bit of advice that if you've lost a loved one, and you feel like you didn't take enough time off, do it. Find a way to do it. That's what we have to do, okay? I've told you before, it makes me feel better talking to you, even if it's only one or two of you or 50 or 100 or whatever. I do wish you would share these messages if you know there's others who need it. I think if I could do anything in life, I'd like to just get out there and explore and have good memories and share with people this grief journey. And maybe in some small way I can help them. But boy, tonight I sure do miss her. I miss her so much. Just like you miss your husband, your wife, or a loved one that you've lost. Maybe it's a job or a career. I don't know what your loss is. I'm just sharing with you what mine is. So that's it. Until we talk again, appreciate if you can get other people to subscribe to the channel. Maybe someday this can be my calling. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not, okay? Bye, guys. And somehow, some way, we will get through this. Of course, very few of you ever make it to the end of these messages. So <laughs> if you can't get through this, I don't know. All right. See you later. Bye now. Thanks again for listening to The Jack Church Show. And as you already knew, I'm Jack Church. If you enjoyed this program, I would really appreciate it if you would share it with your friends, your neighbors, or anyone you know that might enjoy the content that we deliver here. And I hope in some small way, maybe I'm making a little impact on your life. I know me just being able to talk to you certainly helps me. So until we talk again, have a great day and make it a better tomorrow.